Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. When last we left our heroes, they'd been fighting a group of Fey and these dark shade creatures at the Royal Seat of Tara, being there for a banquet. Towards the end of the battle, a tiny little dwarf, similar to those of Arcadia, appeared, carrying another one of these stone idols, and using some teleportation magic and invisibility, escaped the battle. The party is desperate to try and track them down in the hopes that they can catch them before they escape with this idol, still not knowing why these creatures are collecting them. Let us return now to our adventures to find out what happens next. Looking around the room, Bronwyn having cried out, he's disappeared. I think he's next door. There's still the one shade left that the two frost giants are fighting. They turn to you and say, we'll take care of this. You chase after that dwarf. What does the party do? We've got to chase after the dwarf, presumably, right? Perfect. Yeah, chase after him immediately. So... Yes, please, with my wings, I try to... Fly through the next, next room. Well, so you, you you fly down. Um, there's two doors in the eastern wall. Oh, sorry, there's there's four doors in the eastern wall. Um, so there's one here, and then there's one up here. Would be the two closest you think to where in the the two middle doors are probably the closest to where you would have thought he was. Um, the this low one here is the one that Selena and. Is closest to Bronwyn, Nafua, and Olaf are closer to the upper middle door. So do you each race okay, towards one of the doors? The upper so Olaf, Olaf, what's your speed again? My speed is 11, yeah, 11 meters. Okay, Bronwyn, what's your speed? I think it's 9. Yeah, Okay, and I think Nefua's is seven, but they've got an extra movement. And yours, while you're flying, Selena is currently 15. So, um, actually, wait, no, these are all, well, Selena's kind of in the middle. Um, so, Olaf, Nefua, uh, Olaf, Nefua start racing towards the upper middle door. Ron and Selena, are you going towards the lower middle door? Yeah. Okay. So, Selena, you're going to be the first. You open that door and you see that it's a narrow passageway. You've seen these around. These are narrow passages that the staff, that the, the household staff used to get around in between the rooms, okay? And there's numerous doors along the opposite wall. Um, and uh, there's a door at the very end, at either end of the corridor. You just want to... Towards the exit. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. so so you take your full movement, you get out there, you get out into the main foyer, you can see there are soldiers um, and they're fighting. There's there's not as much fighting now going on as there was. Um, you see numerous soldiers that are incapacitated. Some of them appear to be maimed. Some of them are, 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 are asleep. Others are touching their eyes. They've been struck with blindness. Um, and some of them are on the ground dead. Um, there's a number of fairies on the ground dead as well, and you see um, one or two of these blood shades that are drifting off in the direction of the exit out of the out of the castle, out of the palace. 
Um, you are the the rest of the party racing through the other, so, other door. So, Ron, what's your movement again? Nine. Yeah. So, like, Selena's move, base movement is fifteen. Yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. like, so you you get out to the corridor. Bron, Nafua, and and Olaf get out to the other corridors. But around the same time, you see this long narrow corridor, um, and then there's numerous doors opposite that wall leading into other rooms. You don't see Selena though. She's she's so fast with her I'm with her wings. Exit, then, so you're gonna go south, yeah. okay? Olaf. I'm gonna tag along with Bron because okay, she's the only way to see it. No. These are all start following along down. Um, you see the sights that I've described before. Do I see the dwarf? Mm, no, you do not. Oh, he's not here. Can I use my keen ears just to check? I don't even know. You, you, you can certainly try, but it's going to be very difficult because... Like, A lot of people are screaming. Well, saying. the big, the main thing is, Bronn has said he doesn't appear to be anywhere around. And you know Bronn can see him if he's invisible okay. with the okay. fairy oil. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> so you chase out towards the front, and you see Selena's outside. So Selena, you're chasing after these fairies. They are very fast. They're easily as fast. Some of them are faster than you, even with your wings. The bloodshed's not so much. So you probably do catch up on one or two of them if you want to engage them, or if you want to fly past them to try and find a dwarf. Okay, so yeah, you follow them out and you see numerous fairies. But you can see that with the fairies, as they are um, coming out into the grounds outside the palace, they're all turning invisible. Like you're seeing fairies turning invisible as they're getting out into the grounds of the palace, like to the outside grounds of the palace. Um, and um, there's like a couple of blood shades and they're just, just, they're just traveling down. And they're kind of, they're not traveling in any one direction. They're just traveling out away. There's about maybe four of them, four or five. It's kind of hard to tell because they blend in really well, you know, in the night. Um, and they're just kind of generally just traveling out in, in a general direction, spreading out down the hill towards the, the boundaries of, of the hill tower. You don't see a dwarf. So, Bron, you and the rest of the party, you racing out you get there you see you see selena is like a good like 15 meters ahead of you and you can see there's fairies and they're just kind of scattering okay but they don't no sign of the dwarf give me a perception roll oh ah! well you've dropped the dice anyways <laughs> but that's only uh i assume keen eyes are keen yeah eyes. so that's a 14 only you don't see it you don't see it No. We'll ha have to just go back in and help the wounded. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I need to check on my mother and the rest of the delegates. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're fine, but. So what? Do you want to head back? Head back through. Yeah. So you head back into the main foyer yeah. area, the hall of portraits, and in towards the main throne room area. There are. Some of the high guards, standing guard there, but when they see you all, they immediately recognize you, so they let you come in. And going inside, you can. Well, well, I'm sorry, what was that, Selena? Sorry, what I'll do is I'll regenerate, re, re, 
restore my leg. So, just on that, first and of all, they, 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 they said like they were like soldiers and stuff that were like clutching their, you know, numerous body parts. So, I don't know. So, if you, no, 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 no. It's a. You, if you wish to try to reduce the to remove the effects of this, you, well, you you could try a restoration spell first if you wanted, or remove curse, or do you want to just go straight for regeneration? What do you want to do? Um, I have a restoration, so I'll do that. Okay. Okay. Super. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. So sorry, you're casting restoration, yeah. Okay, so you cast Restoration on yourself. Oh, I need to look up that spell again because you've never had to heal a maiming from a, uh, a maiming curse from a fake creature. So yeah, it's a new one. Um, bum, bum, bum. How much mana do you want to spend? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, works. cool. So you, this is so the leg by the way is still in terrible pain, okay? Yeah. Um yeah, if, it'll uh, you if no, the only reason I haven't been making you roll resolve checks on this is because you have this healing aura that's active. It's not a case of suck it up. If you hadn't had that astral armament spell active and been surrounded by your radiant healing aura, I would have been making you roll resolve to see if you could even move. Ouch. Okay? Because your 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 leg has basically been magically mangled. So you cast restoration, and as you do, yeah. you feel the pain leave your your leg. It's no longer in this terrible pain it was, but its form has not changed. It's still oh, nice. it's still mangled. Okay. So Lovely. what do you, so what do you want to do now? It's still mangled, yes. I can chop it off and regrow it. No, well, you could, but you know how expensive that is in terms of mana. <laughs> um, okay, um, if I'm not in pain, um, if I'm not in pain, I'm gonna go, um, you said there were like soldiers, were there in the foyer, yeah? Spread around. It looks like Spread these around. Fey were scattered around the palace, which is what the colonels said. Just give me one moment, please. Uh, How many are there anyway? Like, roll a d10. Or, oh god. Yeah. Well, at least the hydro, the ground hydro is there as well. So. Okay, fourteen. Fourteen of them. Fourteen of them across, like over 10, 15 minutes. If you want to look, you will find fourteen soldiers who appear to have been struck with greater fairy blindness. Restoration spells, how much mana are you spending each time? Can I can I use it can I try it with six at the first time? Yeah, you try it you try it with six and it doesn't it doesn't have any effect. It doesn't restore okay. his blindness. If I put another six no. So okay, twelve? But by, by the way, just 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 to clarify, restoration and regeneration, they're not like other spells. 
you could say decide oh i'm going to spend eight or ten you know you don't it doesn't need to be multiples of six for those specific oh, okay. healing spells So, okay, when you cast 10 mana, it does work. Cool. Okay? Okay. So. So, that's 16 mana you've spent. Yeah. So, does Selena just spend the next 30, 40 minutes traveling around trying to restore those soldiers whose sight was taken from them. Yeah, give me just a second. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm just going to tell you. Two, uh, five. Okay, I have 52 mana left, so we're going to travel around and going to heal like five of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sure the so while Selena disappears off, saying that she's going to heal the soldiers. My receptacle is like a brooch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I assumed that you were wearing that because it is a brooch. It's yeah. a piece of so, jewelry. That's okay. So I have another turkey left. So that's that's another uh, three. There is other ones with like mangled legs and shit, isn't it? Yes, but you don't know how much money you need to spend on them. Of of soldiers who are maimed or blinded. Blinded. So you restore the sight of another three. So that was eight of the fourteen that you restored vision to. But now you're tap yeah. you're you're now fully tapped out. I'm gonna can I go um back? So I'm assuming that Bronwyn, Olaf and Nafua head into the throne room. Yeah. So when when you head into the throne room you see there was clearly something, there was an altercation here. It looks like there's some fae or something came in. You see a number of, um, you see a number of fairies dead on the ground. You can see the Grand High Druid is tending to and healing a number of soldiers. And you can see Eidnacon in his true elven form. Oh. Yeah. Because okay. he was in the room as well. Um, and um uh, and the you can see that the the colonel um the uh, colonel new alley the um fate touched colonel of the high guard yeah um she's looking pretty banged up and colonel mcateer who's the head of the raven's watch is also looking pretty pretty banged up as well um but they're both standing there past the frost giants on the, way in? the frost giants just as you're saying just as you say that the frost, as you're coming in, you see the door in the eastern wall open and um, Durgant Der and um, Baka um, having put back on their rings and now in their tiny 2.5 metre height have come back in. Okay, I'm going to say uh, to the I'm going to look for my mother. Your mother, so your mother, what happened was the High Queen um, and, the, and, and your mother as well as the other two dwarves, the Troll and the Huldra, had all been taken into a back space to be safe. So you could go up to the colonel and ask where the delegation is. I'm gonna ask around. So, so, yeah. so you go up and, and the colonel says, Oh, um, Master Olaf, they were um, they were all taken towards the back. They are safe, they are secure. Um we will we, we can escort you there now if you wish. Yes, please, immediately. Of course. Um and um Bronwyn, you go you go over to the Frost Giants? Um 
Is that what you said? No, I was checking to see where they were. I know where they are now, so that's fine. Um, I'm going to go to the Grand High Druid and I'm going to tell her, you know, I'm so sorry they got away with an idol. <sighs> Curses. I didn't know there was one here. They, uh, they can, there was an old dwarf from Arcadia. He could turn invisible and he could blink. Many fae can turn invisible. And many fae can use those kind of spells to jump short distances. I know that this, the, the palace has been warded against more powerful teleporting spells, thanks to Selena. But short, simple, short distance spells like the blink, the words don't really affect that. I'm sorry. Why? I couldn't see him anymore. Well, if he wasn't in the room, then how are you supposed to see him? I thought I could catch him. Oh, well, look. This is exactly what happened at the other mound. I was trying to shoot at a puka that was escaping, and it just kept blinking. Well, I understand, but look. I'm sorry. And as you're saying that, you hear a deep voice coming from behind you. That of your own goes like, you shouldn't be sorry, Lady Pritchard. You fought well. You did You quite... that that. Magical revolver of yours is quite formidable. Not my, not my type of weapon now, but and then you hear another deeper voice like, "Yes, Lady Pritchard, it was actually very, very impressive to see. You can clearly see that the frost giant in you has given you some warrior strength." Uh, this gun, um, my lord, was actually made by a dwarf from Jotunheim. Ah, that would make sense. That it was something made by the Fey and not by humans. Yes, his, his name is Tyrgiv. Um, oh, that's a good dwarven name. He's, uh, he's very nice. Mm. The dwarves are very friendly people. Sometimes too friendly, but... Well... So as this uncomfortable conversation is happening, Olaf, you're led by two Highguard into a couple of little corridors into a back chamber area where you can see the, the High Queen... The the two dwarven delegates and your mother, uh, the Huldra and the troll and like five high guard. The troll had, he obviously had a similar ring to the giants and had taken it off and was now at his full like three plus meter height. But not looking all that imposing. You kind of guessing this troll is clearly not a warrior, you know. Um, but as soon as you come into the room, your mother runs straight towards you and throws her arms around you and says, My little rock mom, I was so worried. Why did you do that? Oh, I have never been so glad to hear you say those words. <laughs> I'm so glad you're okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, her majesty and her soldiers, they kept us safe. But why did you go running off like that? Good. And when you say that... Good. Wait, wait, wait. The fairies attacked the palace. Oh, oh yes. Somebody said something about Faye attacking, and it's like, and the, the queen is like, um, if I may, um, Mrs. Skag, your son is quite the hero in Ireland. Him and his friends have done many great and brave things for the people of Ireland. We are quite indebted to him. I'm not at all surprised that he ran off towards danger when this happened, as he has done many times before. And you can see your mother is getting emotional. Like The High Queen was saying all this in Sylvan, of course, because your mother doesn't speak Irish 
And she doesn't speak Dwarvish, but they both speak Sylvan. And you know the High Queen's got pretty good Sylvan. But as the High Queen is saying this, you see her mother's getting all like emotional and teary and like proud. And it's like, oh, my little boy. <laughs> and <it's> like, <laughs> and, you, did, you did good, kid. You did good. <laughs> yeah. And then um, you can, looking over your mother's shoulder, you can see trying not to grin re- and making doing a really bad job of it, Dolph, the younger of the two, Trulsome. Trolls. He kind of just gives you a grin and is just like, good job, Olaf. Um, yeah. Um, we would have been useless in that fight. We hadn't got their axes with us. That's a nice sword. Oh, I didn't have mine either, but I was able to borrow Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a nice... Where did you get that sword? That is Lady Pritchard's, actually. Uh, I better return it to her. Where was she keeping that in her dress? <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Um, that's a bad question for her. <laughs> I think I'm just going to kind of <laughs> And the no, troll... So, so the troll comes up to you in his deep and voice is like, Excuse me, Master Skark. Do you know, is it safe now? Uh, has the fighting finished? Fighting is finished, but unfortunately... They were able to, they, they got what they came for. They stole uh, an idol, um, your highness. I'll just kind of face the queen and tell her. They stole an idol from the treasury. The queen says, I, I've been given reports of these idols that have been... It's stu- not the first. You know, yes. I, I am aware of this, but... We will discuss it at cabinet tomorrow. I'm sure the high, the Grand High Druid will have much to tell me. Right now, I think we should retire all, make sure all the guests are given refreshments and they are prepared. If check that the, none of the horses were attacked and I, a lot of your soldiers are injured. If you have healers, it might be an idea to. The, well, the army, the army has their own healers. Um, although the Grand High Druid is probably using much of her magics right now to heal. And you did know when you were leaving, you could see the Grand High Druid was hobbling along on her cane, and she was um healing various different soldiers. She's bit. She was busy, 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 busy healing. Um. Yes. Yeah, so. Well. Okay, I should go out. I should address everybody as the queen. And um, right, shall we? So you are all led back out. The, and you are all, you are standing there awkwardly, Bronwyn. Um, and the grand, the, the high queen comes out, goes up on the dais and says, I'm very sorry for what has happened. I promise you that my, my cabinet and my ministers and the armed forces will be dealing with this in the best way we can with help from the druids and the elves a refreshment will be given out for all if anybody needs any assistance if um to get home tonight please let us know if anybody cannot leave tonight we will make arrangements for you to stay here thank you one and all and then she gives a nod to the open line delegation and they give all they all give a nod um and as, as that finishes um Colonel Nirali, the tiny little fate-touched, um, goblin-blooded um, colonel of the High Guard, comes up to you and says, you should probably come with me. We'll sh- we have something to show you. And nods over to the, the Grand High Druid. She says, 
Coming, my dears. Uh, she very slowly with her cane. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be making my way very, very slowly back into well, if the you've... front row because I'm limping badly. You are limping. see my leg under the big skirt, but mm. I am limping very badly. It's obvious to everybody that Selena, are, are your wings still out? Because they do last a while. They last like uh, seven minutes, but I... I oh, oh, then they would have... They, I'm just going to throw an arm around. So the, the wings would have faded while you were heating the soldiers because you were like a good 40 exactly. minutes doing that. So Ron can yeah. throw an arm around Selena and basically like yeah. be a crutch. So you are slowly, and it takes about 10 minutes. She's because, only 50 kilos. Or yeah, no, it, ta it, it takes about 10 minutes because um, Selena is really struggling. Okay. Is Selena, um, how much do you have left heel, Selena? Oh, I used everything. Tapped out. Okay, I've I'm pretty sure I have some heating tinctures. Oh, I have three greater heating tinctures. Well, it's a, it's a, it's like the leg is kind of healed, but it's still kind of it's twisted a because of the curse. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think the, the, the tinctures will do anything. So, Selena, you are quite confident that you can heal your leg with a regeneration spell, but you know healing an entire leg is very expensive man from a mana perspective. Exactly. It's a lot. I'll, to, I'll, wait, I'll do it tomorrow. It's just today I'll have to look you, you may not have... What's your max mana normally? 130. Is that including plus, the... Is plus, that, no, that's my normal mana. Plus, okay. Plus 30, so it's okay, right. So then, yeah, you should, but it's going to take most, most, if not nearly all of that mana, you think. All right? So you slowly start making about like five ten minutes because Selena has leg has been mangled by a fake curse. The grand I drew as you said, nobody can see it because it's under my big huge dress. Yes, but they know. They saw you being blasted by the spell. Your friends in the fight saw yeah. you being blasted by the spell. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And also the grand. I brought I already said that Bron is helping you. I already said Bron is helping you. But um also, the Grand High Druid is 112, as you all know. So, you know, she's not moving yeah. fast. And these are led yeah. through, back into the Arboretum, through the doors at the northern wall, then down through some other doors into a back corridor and down the stairs, down into a kind of a basement area, through another spot. There's like big, big heavy wooden doors. There's guards um, where the, you can see where there would be guards normally. And going in, you find yourself in a vault. And Olaf... You're really having difficulty right now because there is a lot of wealth here. There's a lot of there's a there is there is a lot of wealth here. There's like there's 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 chests. There's chests and chests and chests and chests and chests that probably filled with coins. Stick my hands in my pockets. Yeah. And um. <laughs> um, you see what looks like some precious works of art, but then the the, the colonel leads you towards the back, and you can see there's two there's two um, there's two riflemen and two high guards standing at the back, and the back wall you can see has been basically it's as if a hole had been ripped um, through the wall. Ooh, yeah, uh, revealing a ancient looking inner chamber 
that extends down. This is roofs cut stone, similar to the kind of stonework that you see in some of the megalithic sites around the country. And the colonel says, this is clearly what they came for. They ignored all the treasure that you all just passed. We didn't even know this existed. To be honest with you, I always thought that the reason the palace was built on this part of the hill was because they couldn't put it around the Leah Fall. It seems that it was built over this site. Let's go down. And, um, this masonry looks ancient. It is, yeah. You can, this is ancient stonework. And she's holding up a goblin globe, leads you down. And it's not like, there's no steps. It's like a smooth-ish, like, descending slope. And um, and the, she automatically puts a hand out to help the Grand High Druid. And she's like, I'm not that bad. Trust me, I'm okay. I'm slow, but I'm still fairly wiry. And you're led in towards the back. And you find it's this, it opens up into a chamber. It's probably about four or five meters wide, kind of circular space. And the stone in here is glowing with this kind of weird, kind of bluish crystal kind of glow that you've seen in numerous fairy mounds that you've been in before, where sometimes the stonework seems to give off a slight glow, almost like a bioluminescence, but it's from crystals, not from a, a lichen or a fungi or, or anything like that. And um, you can see um, there's a kind of a, a crude kind of rough dias area with a large, a large square stone. It's like what, like a meter and a half across by nearly a meter deep and over a meter high. This thing, oh god, it it probably weighs close to a metric ton. Um, and you can just see where um, there is an imprint in the dust, a circular imprint in the dust where there was clearly something about the size of the stone idol that had been placed in the center of this stone. And the room itself, like it smells like, it smells like this air is thousands of years old. They knew that this was here. We didn't even know this was here. So they have really old knowledge. Not even the elves in the respective mounts that were robbed. The Drew... Um, they, they, they weren't really aware that they had this yeah. the, the Grand Hydra. The Grand Hydra to say, well, I was talking to the elves earlier today and Luxic from the Western Isles did say she was planning on visiting you all tomorrow to tell you what she has found. She'll be visiting us in the morning and then visiting you. So that was her plan. Excellent. So she'll inform you. It'll be quicker for her. They can get around using the waterways of the country, as you know. Uh, she says as if everybody knows this, you know. <laughs> you know, um, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously, like... Right, well... <laughs> curses, another one of these idols gone, and we still don't know what they're for. <sighs> well... I'm afraid they're going to use them to summon this ancient god of theirs. Well, hope... Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Well, we'll find out soon. We'll find out tomorrow. I think right now it's time to go back to bed. I'm certainly... Well, I have some more healing to do and then I'll be going to bed. Yeah. <sighs> it's been a very eventful day, I believe. Yes. Sleeping seems like the best thing to do right now. I suppose. Um... Yeah, so we, sh we should probably go ourselves. Yes. Well, 
I shall probably be talking to you all soon. Absolutely. So, these are all that back up and to the um, back out to the front. Do you what? What's the plan? Do you do you stay? stay how long does the party stay around the palace? Are you heading back to Ardbracken House, or are you going to try and see if you can find beds here tonight? What's the plan? I'd like to just go um, home, but I don't know about the rest of you. Well, it's probably best if we leave as many beds as possible free to those who need them. Yeah. Okay. I, I need to get back for... I just, I need to get out of here. I, I, I don't want to be here uh with them right now i need to get out so uh I'd like so to you you head back out to the front um some of the household staff get you the groomsmen in your carriage is brought out to the front you head in i'm gonna say goodbye to my mother oh i, I just tell her that she's safer here for the moment but yeah. she can visit our bracken houses well i was definitely Later. going to visit maybe tomorrow or monday before i have to return we'll be heading back We'll be returning to Yotunheim, I think, Monday evening or Tuesday. I can't remember. Okay, I'll be sure to see you before then, but stay here for now. These guards will protect you from I'll anything be, else like this. I, we all had got rooms here anyway, so... Well, listen, you take care, Mo, okay, and I shall, I shall see you soon. And she gives you a big hug and a kiss on the cheeks. No. All right, so you, you head back home. Um, Wholesome family relationship. Yes. <laughs> Um, so you take your, Lucky. <laughs> you take your, your, what did I say it was? Carriage. Yeah, I know. What did I say? Was it three hours, four hours? I can't two remember. And two, two and a half. Two and a half hours. Thank you. Yeah. Two and a half. You t- so it was your two and a half hour journey back. Um, you get back to the house. Um, Mr. Omorda is there. He's in his dressing gown. Um, as is Miss Nivranok. It's incredibly oh, late. Oh, they're 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 somewhat they're not great. They're pretty mangled. Well, Bron ripped off all the buttons on hers. So. Yeah. So yeah, they see you all and they're like, "What happened?" And it's so late. Uh, what happened? Uh, we were attacked. At a banquet. Yeah. Taro is attacked. Taro was attacked. Yeah, not us personally, but Taro was attacked, and he stepped into help. Do you need... My queen is safe, however. Do you... Yes. Should we draw... Like, you can see that you're... The, the two senior household staff members, they don't know what to do with this. They are not used to this. Like, should we draw you baths? Do, do you... Um, no, just some, just some whiskey or... Stick yeah, drink. A stick drink at, at the fire would be perfect. Yeah, I had to bed and after. Can you... I'll help I might you. Need some I'll help you, of course. I'm gonna help Christina. So, do you? How's your leg? Oh, I'm just gonna lift up my skirt. And it looks like it. It the the leg is is it has been badly deformed. It looks it's oh. it's bent in strange angles. Um, the muscles look withered away. It's. It's quite a severe curse that's being placed upon the uh, upon the limb. And how how heavy is Selena? She's probably only about fifty kilos. Yeah, she's quite slender. Oh, okay. So I'll just carry her upstairs. 
Yeah, Bronwyn was actually going to do it, but yeah, yeah whatever. Like, Selena is like 19 years of age, 20 years of age. She's very slender, so she's just, you know, yeah. Elise Yes. Elise So, okay, Nafua... Nafua carries you up the stairs to bed. Um, comes back a minute later, I suppose, with a glass of whiskey for you. Thank you. Um, I assume, I assume I assume if it would help Selena get out of her corsetry and dress and oh, stuff, yes. which would be quite difficult on her own. Okay, yeah. and you get to bed. Um, Olaf Bronwyn, you have a drink. You've had the bed. Um, Bron is going to have a drink, but she's not saying anything right now. Okay. She's just staring at the glass and just drinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a drink with Bronwyn, I think. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I'll just, I'll ask Bronwyn, Bronwyn, where did you get that necklace from, if you don't mind me asking, if it's not a family heirloom? Oh, um... See, Olaf, I believe, was over with his mother when your uncle came over to you for that conversation. I could be wrong, but... It, 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 it is a family heirloom. Oh, yeah. It is a family heirloom. I didn't know it was a family heirloom, but it is. Um, Sylvie said that it was... Oh, did your did your uncles deliver it to you in advance? Or... No, no, that's... That's very fine. Okay, so... Sylvie... Sylvie said that it was delivered to the house. So as I'm saying this, you can see ice crystals starting to form around the glass. And... She said that there was no card, but it's obviously a very nice necklace and a thoughtful gift from somebody. So I wore it and my uncle, when he saw it, was really upset because he recognized it as my mother's. Okay, so... You're not there, Nafu. Nafu is not there. Okay, Nafua's gonna like come downstairs. No, Nafua, this is all happening while you're up with Selena. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, Olaf. So it came from Sylvie? Well, Sylvie gave it to me. She said it was delivered. Um, But I, I don't. There's so much that I don't understand. Like, my uncle was. Okay, he wasn't, you know, hugging me or anything, but he was nice to me he 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 asked me to call him by his first name and and he told me i fought well which is like okay when i met him in jotunheim well when i met him in jotunheim he didn't attack me well he sent a night troll to attack me but he didn't attack me and he didn't say you're a disgusting stain on the family bloodline, but it was very heavily implied. And, well, he was really cruel and horrible and really didn't want anything to do with me. But this time, he actually came over to me. Like, what I thought was going to happen if he was there... um, I would just stay out of his way and then be polite and it would have been fine. I wasn't expecting him to come up to me. I certainly wasn't expecting him to be nice to me. And now this whole thing with the necklace. Well, he was by you. Yeah, but he was nice to me before that. 
and 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 this whole thing with the necklace and I had said I was going to try and be more focused and then that stupid dwarf got away again and I I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying it's my fault but I do you think you should talk to Sylvie about where she got the necklace from I tried to talk to Sylvie I I I I tried I thought that if I told her a little bit about you know, I, 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 I try to open up a little bit about my I, I'm childhood. I, I'm, I'm not good. I'm not good at that. But I tried. And I thought maybe if I did, she might react in some way. But she, well, she didn't. So I figured I must either be wrong or she's, well, you know, she, really she cold. Well, she away by presenting you with this. I mean, it's definitely... A no, it's my Olaf. It's o- Olaf. This is this is my mother's necklace, and and Dergant was really upset about it, and he was really afraid that his father would see it, like really afraid wow. of his father. And he kept talking about how he wanted to, pr- wow, to protect his it? sister, like he was, he was a completely different person, and and I don't know. I don't know how to deal with any of this, and I need to talk to Sylvie. Um, but I, I'm worried that she's just yes, gonna. Yes, I didn't realize that it was your mother's necklace. So I think you. Well, do I didn't need either. To talk to Sylvie about where she got it. Hmm. I don't think she'll tell me though. Hmm. Well, it's not something that would end up in the hands of a normal lady's maid. Oh, well, apparently it was delivered to the house anonymously. I'm I'm just going to go to bed. I can't can't deal with any of this right now. I I just need to either go and sleep or break something or... I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bron is just going to down the rest of the whiskey and she's going to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Um, and give, probably cry. Bron, give me an awareness roll, please. Awareness? Yes. Oh, no. Well, What's your total? Well, am I adding anything? Well, straightforward perception was only 11. If I can add keen eyes, it was 13. So as you are just stepping, uh, stepping out into the... Hall from the study. Bronze a disheveled mess. Like you, she's trying not to cry and she's like really just <laughs> You hear the sound of footsteps moving away and just at the corner of your eye you see the flash of a skirt. Okay, I'm gonna follow that. Okay. Because uh, I'm it's, just it's it, it's it's it going throws the back towards where the servants' quarters are. Okay. I'm pretty fast so they are a bit ahead of you but your awareness was enough that you spotted somebody going um so you head towards the servants quarters and i'm gonna just say who's who's there well you open the door you've not you've only been out this way a few times and it's like there's a it's a short corner and there's a couple of rooms either okay, side i'm gonna open the door well there's like you open the door into the corridor and there's yeah. a couple of rooms off to the sides and you know this is where the maids sleep oh. and Okay, well, I can't do anything about that. Do I hear a door slam or? No, you 
Um, give me another awareness roll. Keen eyes or no, this would be keen ears. Oh, damn it. Okay, so that's an 18. So, just as you were getting to the door to, um, to open into the corridor that leads into the servants' quarters, you did hear the sound through the door of a door closing. But by the time you opened the door into that corridor, you couldn't, the doors had closed, you didn't see which one it was. Okay, I'm gonna very quietly walk down. I'm just gonna be like, Sylvie. Very quietly, but if I don't get an answer, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> Do you wait a moment? Yes. Okay, you wait a moment, and then three doors down, a door opens, and you see Sylvie, and she's like pulling a night, a dressing gown kind of thing around her. Um, and she says, my lady, it's very, very late. Are you okay? I thought I saw... Was that you just now? Was what? Who just now? Sorry, I thought I saw someone. Are you okay? Um, I, it's very late for you. Yes. You're returning from the banquet. Yes. And, I'm, I'm oh my lord, what happened to your dress? Oh, I, there there was an attack on Tara. Um, but I'll I'll let you I'll let you sleep because um it's very late and I thought that I saw something. Which is obviously completely ridiculous. No, 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 no! Please let me uh, let me attend to you. Oh, I'm not. I'm not hurt. It's it's fine. It's... Well, uh, at least let me get you a nightcap. Um. Okay, I suppose. Yeah. I will be up to you in a moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you you head up to bed. You're headed to bed, you're just getting undressed yeah. into, your, into your dressing gown. And just as you're folding back the blankets to get into bed, there is a... Okay, going to open the door. You go to open the door? Yeah. Okay, you go to open the door, and Sylvie is standing there. She's holding a mug. There's some steam rising from it. I am sorry for if I woke you. No, 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 it is perfectly okay. Did I wake you? Well, I heard noise. Yeah, so I, I did as well. I thought I, I was talking to Olaf. Oh, it's very it was very late to be returning from the banquet. I'm, I'm sorry for that. No, um, it's, please, you have nothing to apologise for, my lady. I've made you... It is, it is milk that has been heated and there is some honey in it to help you rest and sleep. Oh, thank you. That's, that's really kind. It's nothing, my lady. You should go to rest. You look tired. I suppose I am tired. Um, there was a lot of, um, you know, uh, surprises and unexpected violence. Violence at a banquet? Yeah, there, there, there was an attack on Tara. Are you okay? Oh, Were you hurt? No, no, I wasn't hurt. Um, but we met the delegation from Jotunheim, so that was Okay. Um, so you can imagine how surprised I was uh, to... My uh, fam, my frost giant family were there. Your frost giant family. Well, yes, I. I'm kind of good, kind of gesture at my face. <laughs> so your parents were frost giants, or one of them. Yes. As, I see. As far, as far as I know, anyway. Was it a parent that you met? Was part of the trade delegation? Um, no, it was my sister's, um, 
brother. So, you, so your uncle. uncle? Yeah, and, and my grandfather was there too. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, he was, I, I actually, the my uncle was very upset by the necklace that I was wearing. Why? Had, well, he said that it, he recognized it. Really? He did, yeah. I see. And who or where did he say it was from? Well, he said it was my mother's and I I suppose I just have a lot of questions about how you came by it. It was delivered to the house. But, so, did somebody knock at the door? It was delivered by a messenger or courier. They left the parcel, there was, and then they left. And they just delivered a priceless family heirloom. How were they to know it was a priceless family heirloom? Well, Dergant was really afraid to see me wearing it. Why? If he is family? Oh, he wasn't afraid of anything from me. I think he was afraid his father would see it. Okay. Um, really afraid his father would see it. In fact, he was checking the whole time. He was scared. He kept saying that he wanted to protect his sister. He sounds like a good brother. He does. And I'm going to switch to giant. And I'm going to say, is that how you got so good at putting bandages on? And she looked at you for a second. And she replies back in giant, but it's slightly broken. And she says, well, As I said, being sometimes a governess, having to tend to children who will injure their heads, that they will need medicine. And she's looking at you like, like, like as in with this kind of slightly strange look that you've started speaking to her giant. Did you know him? Who? Well, um, never mind. I'll, I'll let you go to bed, I suppose. Have your warm milk, my lady. It will help you sleep. Okay. Um, right, so Bran is going to just go to bed, I guess, and not sleep at all. <laughs> so, oh, man. Tendai, I'm sorry, Nafua, um, you're just coming out of Selena's room, having spent a bit of time checking, like, like you, you spend a bit of time up there with her, you know, helping her get undressed and into her nightgown and getting into bed and making sure she was comfortable. And you're just, just coming out of the room as you see Sylvie leaving Bronwyn's room and the door closing. And she glances at you and gives a nod and then just starts walking down towards the stairs. Uh, I'm going to the door about this. I'm going to call her name. She stops, she turns. I'm going to make my way towards her. Yes, she stops, she turns, yes. And I'm just going to ask her, is Lady 
Richard, okay? She's tired. I left her a nightcap of hot milk with honey to help her rest and sleep. Okay. And I assume she asked you about the necklace? Yes, she did. She wanted more details about how it came to the house. Because it seems quite odd that a card wouldn't have been left with it. Yes, it is somewhat unusual, yeah. And you didn't press for a name or anything, no? No, I did not know what it was. It was a parcel being delivered. Can I check to see if I can tell if she's lying? So you can give me a choice of, first of all, do you have the empathy talent? Do you have be the behavioralist skill? Oh wait, no, I do have empathy awareness. Okay, so you can you can use the empathy and you can use it with awareness to be kind of reading body language and facial expressions, or you can use it with charm and using like strength of personality and like sociability to read a person, whichever of the two ability scores you would like. So what's your total? I got 20. Not 20. Oh, okay. And what's your total? So that'll be 24. Okay. My three yeah. and my empathy is plus one, but I only have empathy as part of awareness. So no, that's, you, can use this, you can use the talent with, with, the, um, with charm if you wish. So what are you trying to ascertain? So I'm trying to ascertain if, if, we, if she's telling the truth about there having been a delivery at all. Something seems a bit sus about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm just going to look Sylvie and I just want to look at Sylvie and say, Run nose, she's on to you. She just kind of stands there. She's nodding her head. She's not saying anything. I, I know that something is not, you're not forthcoming about what happened with the delivery. I do not know what you want me to say. Unfortunately, as you... It pains me to say it, but as you seem to be harboring secrets, uh, the health of Miss Pritchard is very important and the group has been let down by people who, who assumed the guise of friends. It might be best if you were to move on. What? Oh my god, no! Sorry, I'm not She's there. She's coming out and says, Will that be all? Yeah, for now. And then I'm going to go into bronze room. So she, she wishes you good night and turns and heads downstairs. And um, you just sitting in bed, you're having your nightcap, and um, Nafua steps into the room. Okay. Um, can I. Nafua? What uh, is Selena okay? Oh, Selena's perfectly fine, and I'm just going to get really close to Ron. Essentially, I'm just going to like, climb up onto the bed by Ron and say, 
I was talking to Sophie outside her door and I asked her, I, I assumed she had talked to you about the delivery and I did ask her a couple of questions, but I have the feeling that she's definitely, definitely keeping a secret about it. And I maybe suggested to her that she might move on. But then she's going to leave and we'll never know. Why would you say that? I wanted to scare her into telling me the truth and I think it might have backfired. I think she's just so, going to leave now and then I'll never know. I don't think she'll leave. I think she'll leave. I mean... <sighs> Frost giants are cold. They don't... I don't think they feel anything really or I, I don't I don't even know anymore I, I just I, I I think I'm gonna take the um the necklace out of my goblin uh purse I'm gonna put it back into the rosewood box and I'm like gonna put it kind of in a drawer but like as far away from me as I can because I just don't even want it anywhere near me right now. Um, I I don't think she's gonna tell anything. I I don't I don't even I don't e I don't know why I even have that stupid necklace. I I don't. It's not your fault. You were given something. You were told it was delivered as a gift. You I... were how how would you have known that it was anything otherwise? I think. I feel like I've been made a fool of. I feel like everybody knows what's going on except me, at least with this. And <sighs> sorry, I, you're probably just really tired, and you, you, you probably, you. I'm sure you just want to go to bed, and I, I don't want to be keeping you awake. And no, you are going through quite a lot right now. I was hoping to get some answers for you, but I, unfortunately, I may have just scared the one person who can give you those answers away. So I wanted to tell you so you could put their fears at ease that you did want to keep them because I can't make I can't make anyone leave. You are the lady of the house. Well, I suppose so, we'll never know now. There's no guarantee that she'll actually go. Yeah, but I don't think she's ever gonna tell. I don't know. I mean, maybe she, maybe she knows my mother, and my mother is, you know, secretly watching or something stupid. Why couldn't she just write me a letter? You know, that's that's what that's what normal families do. Unfortunately, normal families aren't very common. Normal families are very rare. I could tell you about tales of my own family, but then neither of us would get much sleep. Alright, do you want me to keep the company until you finish your drink? I, I do not mind. And I, I could do with a bit of company myself. Okay, well, I, I don't know how good company I'll, I'll be. And, I mean, we don't, we don't have to say anything, we can just sit in silence. I just. I don't. That actually sounds really nice. If you if you don't mind, I I mean I just there's so much I don't understand. Like, my uncle actually came over to me tonight, which, you know, 
like you 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 don't understand how horrible and cruel and nasty he was when I met him first and now I'm wondering if all that just stems from being really afraid of his father um and trying to keep his sister safe I mean it definitely came across that he wanted to keep his sister safe but he really just saw me as a disgusting reminder of something awful that happened and he wanted me gone I mean, that's not what he said, but he, he you know, it, it was, it was that's implied. What he felt oh, that was what he, him. that was what he implied. Um, he wanted me, like, away. So. Something I've learned over my few short years is that implications that we derive from other people's actions are not always the truth. Well, I don't Well, I don't think I'm ever going to get the truth, and I don't know how to make peace with that. Unfortunately, life is full of mystery. And I can't help, I can't help but wonder if maybe if I had been more focused on the battle, maybe that stupid dwarf wouldn't have been able to get away. I mean, I'm not, I'm not... back into my life again why 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 did this why did they have to come back into my life why did I have to get this stupid necklace just because they've made a reappearance in your life does not mean you have to allow them back oh well they're going back to Jotunheim so that's not a problem and it can it can be just that a passing visit it doesn't have to be anything more yeah well I didn't want I didn't want this. I didn't want it to be a passing visit. I didn't want to see them. I didn't want anything to do with them. And you, you don't have to. After this, you really don't. It is 100% up to you, Ron. You need to stop letting them rule your life from the shadows of fear. You are much better than they are. Look at what you've achieved. You were left abandoned. But I was then I was raised by loving parents. Let's let's be clear. You were raised by people who loved you. Those are your parents. We are your family. You don't need them. Their thoughts, their opinions about you need not matter. It will take time. Stop dwelling on them. And I know you want answers about your mother. I I can only imagine what that feels like. But you are amazing as you are. 
Well, I can't help but wonder. Like, I know she felt she didn't have any choice. And, you know, having actually met my grandfather now, I mean, he probably would have, you know... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe one of us would have ended up... Maybe he would have killed us. I, I mean, I don't know. But I think she walked away... Um, maybe she doesn't want to be back in my life again. But that doesn't ex that then why why the necklace? You know. Maybe just so she knows that you have something that belongs to her other than your blood. Well, I have the Parents. I had that stupid blanket that she made. Yeah, in a weird way, maybe she still cares for you, but she doesn't know. How to be a part of your life. I can't. She I could can write a letter. You know? Hypothetical for you, Ron. Yeah. If you want me to do that, I will do that. <laughs> I will write all possible solutions that could happen. I have or something like this. You could I have no doubt that you could do that, but it's really late, Nicola. I'm I'm gonna let you go to bed. I mean it's been a horrible evening, so Okay, Nicola um, is going to jump up, strip down, put on one of Ron's nightshirts, and jump to bed. Oh. <laughs> okay, right. So you head to bed with Bronwyn, and you cuddle up, and you both fall asleep pretty quickly because you're both exhausted after the battle. Okay, um, and you actually to the point where you both sleep it a little bit, and um, eventually the next morning. You wake up at about half eight, quarter nine, which is kind of late for you, you know, for both of you. Mm. And you get dressed and you are, um, get dressed, putting, um, and head outside um, down towards breakfast. And as you're stepping out of the bedroom, walking up, holding a freshly picked bouquet of flowers <laughs> is the gardener, Megan, oh who God. sees you both leaving the room. Oh no. And I think that is a perfect place to finish tonight's session. <laughs> and one other thing, folks, congratulations, you've all leveled up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well done, folks. <laughs> another attack, another stone idol taken. Tomorrow, they've been told they will be visited by Luxuk, one of the most ancient elves in Ireland, and possibly Europe, a member of the elves of the Western Isles, these strange magical lands and the islands that are said to be found off the coast of Ireland, examples such as Tirnanog from mythology. Maybe Luxuk will be able to give them more about these locations and what these idols are, what they're being used for, and how they may stop this group. Hopefully, with this information, the party will be better armed and able to stop whatever it is that is coming. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more about the world of Fey Earth, the system and the setting, be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Fey Earth and on TikTok at Fey underscore Earth. Also, make sure to check out our itch.io page at fey-earth.itch.io. Here you can find our free to download law primer as well as our starter pack, which is a really great deal. It's a nearly 300 page early release core rule book, monsters, manual GM's tip section and also a starter adventure for a party of players from levels 1 to 5 
with a collection of pre-generated characters. So with this one purchase, you literally will have everything you need to immediately start playing and exploring the world of Fender.